the truth, the life, the victory. As the King of Kings was questioned by Pilate long ago, to the Way and the Truth Ministries podcast, dedicated to changing the lives of people with the true gospel of Jesus Christ. With your host, evangelist, and international speaker, Lancelot Watson. What is it that makes Christians so different from others? Today, Evangelist Watson leads us to the Word of God to delve deeper into the three elements needed for the love Jesus commands us to have for so, one another. Love from a good uh, love from a good conscience means that our consciences have been born again, rebirthed, remade in such a way that uh, it becomes a moral uh, thermometer for our souls. We can be pricked. Yeah? In 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21, the Apostle Peter tells us when our consciences get clean and clear. And he says, uh, this water symbolizes baptism. That now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience towards God. That's what baptism does. In the act of baptism, in the act of baptism, Jesus does something unique, peculiar, fantabulous, great, wonderful. What does he do? He cleanses your conscience. What does he use to cleanse your conscience? It is the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah? And so, Peter says that when you are baptized into Christ, you are cleansed by the blood of Christ. The you that is cleansed is your soul of which your conscience is a component. Yeah? So without the cleansing, of that conscience, we cannot really love or fulfill the requirements of love as God wants us to, to do. Pure love, our love out of a pure heart, requires a pure conscience. And a pure conscience comes about when and only when that conscience has been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. So Hebrews 10.22 says, Let us draw near to God with a sincere heart. <clears throat> yeah? In full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. And having our bodies washed with pure water. A good conscience is no longer contaminated with guilt and shame. Why? The blood of Christ removes that. And that's what it means to be saved. To be saved means that the guilt of your sins, the sins you have committed against God, it produces a guilt upon your soul, upon your mind, upon yourself. And that guilt can only be removed by the blood of Jesus Christ. So when the guilt is removed, you can sing, I'm free, free, free. 
My Lord has set me free. A good conscience is no longer contaminated with guilt and shame. Third aspect of this love, it must be from a pure heart, a good conscience, and in the third case, from a sincere faith, a sincere faith, a genuine faith, yeah? You see, we are told that Jesus, one name for Jesus is faithful and true. Yeah, they made a beautiful song out of that that is used at many weddings. Faithful and true, I will be to you. And that's a commitment husbands make to wives and wives to husbands. We will be faithful and we will be true. And that's wonderful and great. But that also is descriptive of the faith that we must have. When we speak of faith, here's what God says about faith. Hebrews 11 and verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. You don't have faith in God, we cannot please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, for whoever comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a reward of those that diligently seek him. So a sincere faith is an honest faith. A true faith, a faith that is coming out of your heart, out of your soul, out of your spirit. Yeah? And that faith, we are told in Romans 10 and verse 17, we get that kind of faith only from the word of God. So that's why the, the, the religion of Jesus Christ is a religion that is taught. Matthew 28 and verse 19, Jesus says, Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. So we have to be taught the word of God. As I get me call upon Jesus with regards to that, I recall what he said to the, the devil. You remember when the devil tempted him? Jesus had fasted for 40 days and nights and the end of the fast he was hungry. Yeah? And the devil came to him and says, Hey, there is some stones. Command the stones to become bread. Satisfy your hunger. But Jesus says, You're wrong as usual. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You and I need God's word. We have to feed on it. And among the many things it does, it educates our faith. It tells us what to believe and how to put it into practice. That's our faith. That the Holy Spirit says we are to have. It must be a sincere faith. That sincere faith as it in relation to in relationship to the Father, Jesus says, Love the Lord your God. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. Yeah. Sincere. In John 14 and verse 16, Jesus now brings it home to us. If you love me, you will obey what I say. Yeah. So faith in God is learning first of what to believe. 
And then secondly, putting into practice what we have learned. Why faith without works is dead. Yeah? What we believe has to be practiced. So Romans chapter 6 and verse 17, the apostle applauded these Roman Christians. He says, thanks be to God. Though you used to be slaves to sin, you wholeheartedly obeyed the form of teaching to which you were entrusted. So Paul to Timothy, the goal of this command is love from a sincere faith. That um, love is from a pure heart, good conscience, sincere faith. And that's the kind of love that you and I need to embrace and practice. So we need to develop a pure heart, a good conscience, sincere faith. So we ask you the question, do you have this kind of love? Do you want to have this kind of love? See, the work and mission of the church is, among other things, is to get us to develop, to grow into this kind of love and to put it into practice. This kind of love begins with a clear conscience. It comes only after it has been, that conscience has been washed in the blood of Christ Jesus. In Acts 22 and verse 16, the apostle was asked, why do you wait? Get up, rise, be baptized, and wash away your sins, calling on his name. You have to be born again. <coughs> yeah? A rebirth. You become a new person. And the bullet point stages in that is, number one, you believe in Jesus Christ. You believe in who Christ Jesus is, the Messiah for all humanity. And you believe what Jesus taught, his word. And in that teaching, he tells us that we are sinners. Not asking whether you think you are or what you think about it. It's the judgment of God that has already gone out. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages or the paycheck or the consequence of sin is death. Spiritual death separated from the Almighty God. So the born-again process is you believe in Jesus, repent of your sins, confess your faith in Christ. That means you acknowledge verbally, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And then you obey his command to be immersed in water, to be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. <clears throat> the baptism that Jesus Christ commands takes a specific and unique format. And we just happen to have a little video here of a baptism so that you can visualize it, yes? That was done right here. Baptism is a complete immersion in water. Yeah? That's why it's called a burial. You are buried with Christ. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 to 5. You are immersed. And in that act, you are united with the death of Jesus Christ. 
in the death of Christ, you come in contact with the blood of Christ. And then you are resurrected, you are raised up out of that pool of water, wherever it may be. And that symbolizes now your resurrection with Christ. So Christ died for our sins, and he was buried, and on the third day he rose again. That's the gospel. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 3, yeah? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So to obey the gospel, we go through that format. Yeah. You die, you are buried, and you are resurrected with Christ. And when that happens, as Galatians 3.26 says, you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. Okay? So, that's our lesson for this morning. We encourage you to think about your status with God. Yes? And we encourage you to get right with God. Put yourself on that track, fast track, where you can develop love from a pure heart, yeah? a sincere faith, yeah? a sincere faith, and uh, what was the third point? A good conscience, thank you. That's a good test to see who was listening. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> see your recollection. <laughs> okay, that's right. So, if you would like to rededicate your life to Christ Jesus, the people who, are, who needs rededication are those persons who obey the gospel but they straight from the faith. Christ, Christ wants you back. Yeah? To rededicate your life, you simply confess your sins to Christ and you make a commitment that as of this moment onward, you're going to continue to walk with Christ faithfully. Yeah? So if you fall in that category, then when we stand and sing, come to the, far, to the front and that's your, what we will pray with you about. Pray for your recommitment to Jesus Christ. For those who haven't obeyed the gospel, then we encourage you to do that. Many persons will want further teaching into the gospel of Christ. That's what we are here for. We make a time and an appointment that is suitable to you and uh, in a small setting, one-on-one -on -one or certainly a small group, not more than four, we open our Bibles and we teach you the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah? Why? Because Jesus died so that you can be saved. And to be saved, you have to obey his gospel. Okay? And if you're having some issues that you'd like us to pray with you about, yeah, the fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. And I can tell you that the prayers that we offer up at, from this place by our membership, the Lord hears our prayers and he answers those prayers. So we like to pray for one another. And we encourage you Utilize this avenue of prayer. Okay? And if you have any other matter on your heart, we'll be very happy to um, listen to you and we will assist you in the best way we can. Thank you for listening to The Command to Love Part 3. 
For additional information on this and other topics, contact The Way and the Truth Ministries by typing thewayandthetruth.com. This podcast is a presentation of The Way and the Truth Ministries, Patchogue, New York. Beloved martyr gave up his life for him.